Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. September 7th, 2019, the Losing My Reputation edition. First up, from Francine McKenna over at MarketWatch, she reports that 20% of big four audited IPO reports weaknesses in financial reporting controls. Uh, This is certainly something that the SEC has not really let people know about. Uh, Material weaknesses in financial reporting or ICFR is a deficiency or a combination of deficiencies that creates a reasonable possibility that a material misstatement of the company's financial statements, whether due to error or fraud, will not be prevented on a timely basis. So uh, not good news from uh, this information. And uh, she uses Peloton to uh, emphasize that it reported material weaknesses in its S1 related to information technology general controls, its controls to address segregation of certain accounting duties, its timely reconciliation and analysis of certain accounts, and the review of journal entries by management. This means that Peloton has detected significant vulnerabilities to accounting manipulation. Uh, That really leads to um, our next story, which is the continuing story of WeWorks. And going public, the company has announced that it is dropping its valuation by one half. Uh, Wall Street Journal reports that WeWorks' parents' company is exploring a dramatic reduction in its valuation uh, as it aims to go public, facing widespread criticism over its business model and, most importantly, its corporate governance. Uh, the corporate governance is just abysmal. Uh, the um, last private capital raising round with SoftBank valued the company at $47 billion, and now it's looking at a valuation in the $20 billion range. So for those who think that corporate governance does not matter, Uh, It certainly does in the case of WeWork, and whether investors ever get their money out or not is certainly open to question. Um, When you talk about corporate responsibility and the statement on the purpose of a corporation, we certainly saw it this week as H&M, the English uh, uh, retailer, second biggest fashion chain, announced Thursday that it stopped purchasing leather from Brazil over concerns that the country's cattle industry has contributed to the deforestation of the Amazon rainforest. What I found particularly interesting about this story was uh, not the direct uh, boycott, uh, that would have been of the cattle, but really the indirect boycott because the uh, H&M is worried about their products being part of the cause for the just devastating uh, attacks on the rainforest propagated by the current Brazilian administration. Uh, The fires are horrific. Uh, The government seems to uh, uh, be negligent at best and intentionally allowing them to burn at worst. So uh, big kudos to H&M for uh, looking out for the Brazilian rainforest in a way we haven't seen before. And our final story comes around a Financial Times article about J&J and that uh, this was a company that had a trusted consumer and pharmaceutical brand, and it is now under threat because of the uh, lawsuit successfully filed by the state of Oklahoma uh, for J&J's role in the uh, opioid crisis. The company does not seem to realize just how bad uh, this opioid crisis is in the public's eyes, 
and its refusal to take any responsibility and indeed take this case to trial in the face of literally overwhelming evidence of uh, J&J's role in all of this uh, really uh, belies and beggars uh, the imagination. Uh, remember, this is the company that uh, gave the textbook, and I mean textbook, response uh, to the Tylenol scandal from the 1980s, and it generated a lot of trust, and they really seem to have uh, lost that going forward. If you'd like to listen to a podcast, which is a lot of fun, check out this week's Everything Compliance, where we take a look at Trump's purchase of Greenland from the compliance perspective.